Hello, hello, my best friend, and welcome to Good Talks. My name is Mark Little. And my name is Mark Little. And today's episode is brought to you by Bean Chata. When Horchata just won't do, Bean Chata is the drink for you, fully endorsed by Justin Bieber and the National Association for Lions and Tigers. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, today we have some updates. Updates? You're talking about blog updates, is that right? I just posted a blog this morning. Oh, yeah. entitled? Entitled, I can. Oh, I, uh, C-A-N-N? No, just I space C-A-N, period. As in, I am able to? Yes. Nice. Yes. Okay, what's that all about? It's about... Um, the, f- the language we use with younger generations, essentially, and how our responses to situations affect those that we're modeling for as in children. Oh, I get you. So it's mainly based off of things that I've learned as a speech pathologist and just being in the school system in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a nutshell, it kind of was inspired by something that happened months and months ago with a student who he was uh, four at the time. We were, uh, many moons ago. Many moons. Um, we were trying to work on a specific speech sound that he was having trouble with. Mm-hmm. And he shut down and just said, I can't. Mm-hmm. And I got really sad. and was like, <laughs> I know. But I was like, where did he learn that from? You uh-huh. know? And so instead of initially like wanting to be like, who taught you that? Oh, my God. Yeah. I just calmly was like, you can and we're going to try until you get it. You know? Nice. Much better strategy. Um. And so I talk a little bit about that and why it's so important to use I can statements or I can try statements with anything that comes our way. And I, you know, admit in in the blog itself about how I'm guilty, especially this year um, of starting statements like when somebody says something needs to be done. My first reaction has been I can't um, or some, you know, like, well, I can't do that or I can't do it right now or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um. And so I talk about shifting the mentality to I can or if if at the very least you saying I can try mm-hmm. and before you say it's not possible, you are exhausting all options because within those options, something will make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, um, So there's some anecdotes about what I've seen in the school system in general, things I've observed with teachers um, and challenging students mm-hmm. I've noticed this year. And I think that's why I've resorted to some of those statements, but things uh when you say challenging students are you saying presenting a student with a challenge or a student who is challenging so and that's what i talk about in like a little bit more detail like when i say challenging i mean kids that have some behaviors that might not seem like we can handle them um this year in general for me i have the most kids with just just behaviors that aren't conducive to learning Mm -hmm. on my caseload but they're preschoolers so i have to give them a lot of grace um, but I've also seen some situations in the general education setting of the TK through fifth population at my school where mm-hmm. teachers are just ready to get students out of their class if they have those kinds of behaviors versus mm. ask for the help they need first and try with these students. Why don't we students? just bring back corporal punishment? Bring back the ruler. <laughs> Spare the rod, spoil the child. Oh, I'm going to get this. Talk to at work. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. This isn't your idea. This is... This is, uh, this is probably biblical. Classic improv. Spare the rod, spoil the child. Oh, I'd, Mark. Imagine a generation of spoiled children. I'm <laughs> not saying they need to be spoiled. I'm not either. What are we talking about? Now we're, we're talking about apples and oranges right now, friend. Maybe we are. But what I'm saying <laughs> is maybe a nice, a nice little tap on the hand with, a, with a, a yardstick would be good for some of these kids. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know about that. Okay, fair enough. Back to what you're saying. Back to, so now my, I'm lost. Oh, geez. But essentially, I'm just saying like, okay, so for instance, let's take a student. Let's say he has, he's really like bright as far as academics. Yeah. But his behaviors um, are all over the place. Mm-hmm. And he's put in a general education classroom. Yeah. Where he's supposed to be able to perform academically because he is at those levels or higher, right? Yeah. However, his behaviors are causing the students in his class and himself to not be able to learn. He has to be taken out of the class or the students have to be evacuated, right? Jeez. So. Okay. No, and I know. And I know it sounds bad. And so I get that maybe that's not the correct place for him at that time. Yeah. But the teachers that have him in the class are immediately not say, basically saying I can't handle this instead yeah. of being a little bit more open-minded and finding the ways that maybe he can work in the classroom yeah. they're just ready to push him out I mean yeah. they're, they're asking the principal how can we get him out of our class yeah, versus yeah. how can we keep him in and have the right supports for him oh I see okay um yeah I mean those are those are two right very different be- very different mindsets because that student in that environment his behaviors are only getting worse let's say yeah. as the teachers have that resistance towards him Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, well, right. Yeah. Because then all of a sudden, you know, I mean, all credit to the teachers, but some of them probably decide they're like, okay, he is just a bad kid or like, you know, right. he is a, a bad behaving kid and, uh, I don't really need those around. So right. why don't we ship them out? <laughs> yes. So anyways, so it's just, I'm just talking about that. So it kind of was like first talking about a little boy who, was using that phrase because he physically didn't feel like he could do something Mm -hmm. um, to like, even, you know, we look at the adults and using that language um, in, in the school environment isn't helpful because we want our students to be, we want our students to be saying, I can try and I want to try. Yeah. So it just kind of goes there. It was, it was something I'd been writing for a little bit, um, like here and there, like I would add to it on Mm -hmm. my Google doc and I finally finished it feeling like, okay, I'm ready. I have a harder time putting those kinds of like more insightful, thoughtful pieces out. Mm-hmm. Um, now I didn't used to when I first started blogging because I didn't have a huge, not, I don't have a huge following now, but I didn't have the following that I have. But now I have mm. former parents of my students yeah. um, that see it on Facebook and respond to it. Um, yeah. I have colleagues. I have, yeah. you know, just my community is has shifted a little bit which is great sure but it's interesting shifted or just grown shifted and grown like it's yeah. shifted from what i thought it would be i guess so meant for me it's like i didn't realize it would be people that i actually talk to on a daily basis mm. reading my stuff yeah yeah for some reason and i don't know if anybody else who blogs has ever like experienced this but when you start or when i started i had this my idea the concept to me was that i'm gonna blog it's on the internet so people like in across the country are going to read it. We're going to respond via this network and everything, but like we're not necessarily ever going to meet up. And when people started, (laughs) uh uh-huh. And then people, but the, but really what happens is it's your support system. It's the people that are closest to you at the time. And for me, it was my colleagues. It was my friends that I see in person. And Mm -hmm. so there've been times when I'm at like a couple months ago, I was at a work function and um, I was with, people that like colleagues that I that aren't at my school site but I see them every once in a while mm-hmm. and so we were all together and um 
one of my friends was like, oh, I just read your blog on sleep. It was so good. And then the other girl was like, oh, my God, I saw her green smoothie blog. And then the other one, oh, her skincare. Like, mm. And it was just funny. So we we're having a conversation. But I was like, wait, you all read that? Yeah, yeah. And it, it was interesting. So we'll the, see. But that's good. Because, it's great. No, it's great. It allows. Now, you can even if even if those are like uncomfortable thoughts or whatever, or not uncomfortable thoughts, but obviously you're expressing a little bit of uh you're like uh apprehensive somewhat about yeah. sharing certain opinions and stuff but the thing is is now people know that's how you think so they can either come up to you and be like i read this and i agree or i read this and i think you're full of shit and you're like yeah well that's cool like exactly now, now you can have a conversation about it and as opposed to like trying to bring it up naturally in some situation right now they already know how you feel about it and then you have the liberty to either maintain your position or change it at some point and right and uh so do they so that's kind of no. i think it's cool I think, no it's very cool and then it, it just leads you because obviously on your uh your blog you can be more um thoughtful or at least take more time to flesh out exactly what you're thinking than probably in real life oh absolutely and um and then they can get that kind of full spectrum perspective on the thing that you're uh talking about and then you you guys can have a, a better conversation more quickly about it as opposed to like having exactly. to delay all your groundwork every time you come into a conversation mm -hmm. or whatever. So mm -hmm. I think it's cool. No, it's you're right. And it's very cool. And it's very, it's always way more satisfying than, um, I should, uh, disturbing, I guess, like when somebody does to my face confront me about what I've posted or anything. Oh, yeah. So I get nervous thinking about it, but then when it actually happens, it's yeah. never like no. a big issue. And I really am always just so grateful for support and that people are actually reading it. Yeah. I forget like, oh, people are really reading this. Sometimes yeah. in my head too, my blog just kind of sits there and it's my own personal journal, sure. which it can be. Sure. But I've I've tried to be a little well, well-rounded with it. So, because I think that's what's fun about having it is I get to blend all my worlds together mm -hmm. with whether I'm talking about our podcast or I'm talking about improv or I'm talking about speech therapy or... Mm -hmm you know, I'm just sharing photos I've taken. Like it's, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. So that is cool. So that's my update. I like that. I think that's a, I think that's, that's exactly what it should be is like, you know, whatever, whatever you're interested in. And then if it's, uh, if it's something you're still interested in and people respond to it, then you, you know, you dive deeper into it and, right. and, um, and do your best to, to explain your thoughts and, open people up to new ideas and open yourself up to new ideas and hopefully find solutions to these things that you're, you know, talking about and thinking about and whatever. Right. So that was cool. Yeah. Nice, man. And nice. It's, I feel like I was reading it over today and somebody might not agree with this, but I feel like it's just in general made me a better writer. Oh yeah. Um, if I look back on my older blogs from a year ago to now, oh, of just course. how concise I can be now. Uh -huh. and, um, my editing has gotten really, really good. Mm -hmm. So I definitely recommend blogging as a form of growing as a writer. Um, oh, 100%. You know, <laughs> this, it's really it's really awesome. And I feel so much more confident now. And I'm still growing. But that's also a fun piece of it is like, I was really proud of myself with today's because it it is a little bit anecdotal. But it wasn't, in my opinion, it wasn't like my, like a year ago, I would write like, 3,000 words and it would be kind of like, okay, you could have said that in 1,500, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Whereas now it's like, okay, it's a 2,000 word blog, but it's very like to the point. And in my opinion, like we've talked about before, 
I'm writing as I would talk. Yeah. I'm not trying to add all these fluffy words and stuff. Like, yeah. I literally sometimes read it and I'm like, I'm writing like I'm having a conversation because sometimes in conversations I'm a little bit scatterbrained mm-hmm. um, and I digress and I go off on tangents and stuff. And sometimes I do that. So I'm getting better at like writing like I'm talking with organized thoughts. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's good. Anyways, that's it. That's anyways. the beauty. Um, and then you... Uh, updates on updates on what music, music. And, and things like that so uh yeah i've just been just been at it with the instagram thing mm-hmm. and um it's been cool um i can definitely see what uh you've been enjoying about it and just right. uh, getting, <laughs> getting connected with more people and um and, and it is fun it, and it's definitely fun to be because i'm in like producer groups and stuff and yeah. so we're talking about music and but then I'm also in, um, I think I've talked about it on here, like um, a stock and options trading group. And so we talk. Sure. So those are, it's interesting, right? Because those are two completely different worlds. Yeah. And um, the personalities in those groups are obviously different because they're comprised of different people. Um, but it is fun to, like in my producer group, I feel like I can really add a lot of value to that group. And like, mm-hmm. and, you know, whether it's just like with my taste on like different music things or or whatever because some of these people are a lot younger than me and so now just in the chat right now people are talking about logos and and right and you can tell like one person is trying to like pitch someone else that they'll like design a logo for them um but then i went on the on the person who was being pitched to i went on his page and i looked Uh at it and i'm like dude you have you have a logo like what are you what are you asking for um and um it's pretty cool. What what are you doing? There? Sorry, I'm just contenting. Oh, nice. Very good. Um, yeah. So he had a logo. God. Uh, what? I just taking a quick story. Nice. Very good. You got to do it. Oh yeah, that's true. So, he had a logo. Yeah. So and he didn't even realize he had one. So that was cool. And um, so it's fun. It's fun to just help like that. And uh, now other people. Then it's weird how the worlds cross over because I'm in the the trading group and people from that now realize that I make music and um, oh yeah and that's cool yeah and so one person or a couple people multiple people in that group have been like oh man your music's really cool whatever and um, now I'm going to be working with one person in that group who's creating his own YouTube channel to give more uh, financial advice and he's a as far as I can tell he's a a really um, good trader uh, That's awesome. and he just has a I believe professionally he actually works in some sort of uh, financial capacity for like uh, I don't know what company it is I, mm-hmm. I, I mean I think I do but I'm not gonna say uh, <laughs> and uh, and so so it's cool and it's the beauty of getting <clears throat> around the type of minds I want to be around and even yeah. if it's just over the internet it's it's, no, it's so awesome. It's great, yeah, because now these people are talking about investment strategies and trading strategies and right. and whatever. And then in the producer group, people are talking about marketing and um, growing their following and collaborating with artists and everything like that. And uh, yeah, just being active in in those areas. So it's cool. It's cool and exciting. And then just trying to learn as much as I can about um, music publishing and the legal stuff and. Yeah. Just, we just, for Sweater Boys, we had done, submitted our trademark a, a long time ago through LegalZoom. We asked, just asked them to do it. We just paid them to do it mm-hmm. um, because we're like, we 
don't want to screw this up because it's basically like either 250 or 500 dollars ish down the drain oh yeah um if you uh if you apply incorrectly not cool yeah so we're like ah, we've never done this so we're gonna have them do it uh but then i received a it's called like an office action so i've received a thing from the attorney representing the the trademark itself at uh whatever and from Uh the government Mm -hmm. and um I was like, I put it off for so long. I put it off for like six months because um, it, luckily it's the government. So they give you that kind of time. And uh, then at some point I started actually reading through the the notice and like seeing the different things I had to do. Yeah. And because first, like once you apply for something like that, your information is now public. Mm-hmm. And so attorneys can realize the status of your trademark or your patent or whatever it is. Yeah. And then they can start um soliciting you to be like hey we'll we'll do this for you for like for 500 bucks or 200 oh. bucks whatever so my email had like 10 different emails from oh different God. attorneys like hey just a reminder your date's coming up like for 2.99 we'll take care of this for you oh, okay and so i'm like oh shit like what is this thing and then so i finally read through it and um and it actually was pretty i mean it wasn't super easy to do but um it was it was cool i, I didn't realize that you could call uh, the trademark office and you could speak to the attorney directly, you know, <laughs> representing your claim and be like, Hey, like, what do I need to do? Um, uh-huh. and, and the lady was super helpful and we got it all figured out. And then, uh, eventually I, I called and there's a different office that you call and like walk through step by step, um, of filling out all the different requirements that you have to, sure. that you have to fix or whatever. So overall, my experience with the USTPO, I think that's what it's called, the United States Trademark and Patent Office, was very positive. Good. Very good. That's good to hear. And it was just a, it was like a confidence booster to be like, oh, okay, like this legal, the legal stuff, as long as you're not entering into, you know, a contract with someone who's trying to take advantage of you, which like the government has no reason to take advantage of you over patent or trademark or anything like they're just like okay get it like go ahead right just, just do just it right it. just do it right yeah and pay for it and um yeah so that that was a really um it was it was nice and it was it was fun to to read through all that legal stuff because it was kind of like a you know i don't i don't have to think in that type of way very often yeah like to really be like okay what specifically are they asking for and like what does this mean um so that's I, good i did that it's really good it was fun good i'm glad you had fun yeah it was fun. Should it was, be fun. It was also kind of stressful. At first, I was like, uh, "If I if I don't get this done by today, uh, I will lose five hundred dollars." And I don't like doing it like that. That's not my favorite way to lose five hundred dollars. Well, you are Mark Little, and always seem to make it just in the nick of time for things. I so. literally, I had a work meeting at two thirty, and uh, I got off the phone with uh, the lady. On the day of the deadline, I got off the phone with her at 2.10. And I was like, perfect, uh, we're done now. And uh, then I left and was, uh, I was I was four minutes late to my work meeting, but eh. it was okay. It That's worked out. Fine. You know? <laughs> Let's see, other music stuff. Those are the main things. Yeah. Those are the main things. I'm really excited about um, that the financial channel. Uh, and, and doing the intro music for that. No, that's amazing. And uh, yeah, just, and so if anyone out there, if you need a intro song or if you know someone who raps or needs beats or if you make oh. YouTube videos and you need some music or uh, corporate commercials or whatever, let me know. <laughs> Way to plug your music. Uh, and 
<laughs> um, yes. I'm teasing you. No, um, nice. good. You should be. I was going to say this is... Uh, this is our platform. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, very good. That's exciting. Yeah, good times. Good so times, exciting. fun times. Good times, fun times. Well, uh... On that note... All right. We're going to go work out. Yeah, we sure are. All right. Well, this has been a good talk. My yes, name is and. Mark Little. And I'm Mark Little. Nice. And this episode is brought to you by Bean Chata. When Horror Chata just won't do... Bean Chata is a drink for you. Fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. Adios. Bye-bye.